Warning, the following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of A.J. Orsini and his guests exclusively. But seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. Ladies and gentlemen, WrestleMania is behind us, and now we're moving on to a whole nother realm, a whole new season of pro wrestling, and we thought it'd be really cool to sit down and address some of the newest topics, all the stuff that I've basically been ignoring because WrestleMania season was upon us. Uh, There's a lot of topics in wrestling I haven't had a chance to talk about because WrestleMania dominates all things in my life, so... We're going to catch up on some things here today. Episode 187, we're talking about some of the, most, some of the highest discussed topics in pro wrestling. Lightning round. round. City's Uncensored Mind. I am AJ City once again here with Deceive Dave. And I've got to tell you, I am just, I have just been bombarded. Bombarded. I have been bombarded with uh, uh, shame here. Shame? Shame. Oh, God. I've been bombarded with shame because I just found out uh-huh. that the very definition of a, of a, of a hero is mm-hmm. someone who... Does the right thing. Yes. Fights for those who who possibly could not fight for themselves. Mm, even if they tried. Even if they tried, they gave it their all. You know, they, they wouldn't be able to do it. But the hero, the hero would come in and save the day. Mm. That's what true heroism is. And no matter what happens, you do the best that you can. And yeah. it just found out before mm-hmm. it went on the air here. But my brother would only do it for profit. He you needs, got damn right. He needs to be paid on the payroll in order for this to happen. <laughs> this is coming, of course, off of the, uh, we're not going to talk about it here today, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, ended yesterday. You have not had a chance to finish, so we will not, com- we will not get into that conversation today. Soon, but you though, did see soon. the first episode, and you were very bothered by the fact that these Avengers are broke. They yes, got no money. Annoyed. Me to no end. Like, I don't like that storyline. <clears throat> I don't like it. I didn't need it. Like, even if they were broke, like, don't tell me that. I don't need to know that. That is not a storyline you need to, to go down. It just kills my immersion. It destroys it. I, 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 I cannot fathom 
in my brain that someone could do something, the feat that these people did and not be able to get a bank loan. It killed me. It <laughs> absolutely, I don't even want to know that that's a thing, even if it's a thing. Just So you don't believe, you don't believe that whether he saved the world or not, simply be, uh, uh, you, you don't believe that the prototypical way that a black man would be treated, that that, that would, that's going to be, that's not going to be waived. Oh, he saved the world. He should get a bank loan. Yeah, but he's still black. Right. Well, I mean, I listen. <laughs> I don't know. That man. banker was like, I mean, yo, hey, I get you it. You're great. Listen, you're the man. Can I get a picture? Yeah, he said oh. it. He was like, I mean, you saved the world, but I mean, it's like you are fantastic. <laughs> However, unfortunately, you're still black. <laughs> you're kind of broke, and we can't give you this loan. Thank you for saving my life, by the way. I wouldn't be here without you. However, you have to live on the street. I'm sorry, buddy. Fuck you, your boat, your nephews, your sister. (laughs) I I just don't need to know that. I don't like it. I don't know if anybody that listens to this is, uh, I refer to. There were a few people who were upset by that as well. You're not not alone in that. If anybody here watches or, or has watched or is currently watching Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, but there is a very particular character in that series that drives me up the fucking wall and it's Chi Chi. I cannot stand that character. Oh. It makes no fucking sense. I don't all. know if that's going to get you heat or not. I'm not up on the Dragon Ball Z stuff. I don't care if it gets me heat. I've already <laughs> had an argument with someone who I don't even really know about this character because it's like, oh, well, she humanizes. I don't want to humanize people going to other galaxies fighting gods i don't want to hear about my son who is probably one of the strongest warriors or had the potential to be the strongest warrior in the world needs to go to school because his mama wants him to have a future what the it just it doesn't it's just one of those things that just does not make sense, and it pisses me off, and I got that feeling with that whole bank loan scene where he's literally sitting there like, dude, you are amazing. Well, thank you so much for everything you did. You guys are great, but no, nah, we can't We can't help you out. <laughs> We can't do that. That would be We rude. can't help you out. We, we wouldn't give... be here if it wasn't for you guys, yeah. but unfortunately, your credit score is a little low. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, not only were you dead for five years, but leading up to that, you were also on the run from the government. So you weren't making much of a tax income at that point. So for me, regardless of how any of you guys feel, if the fact that it makes sense or it doesn't make sense, because you were driving the point, and I agree with you, that obviously they didn't get paid, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. I I just don't need it. It I don't think it plays any part into it. And then the attitude... And the attitude and the sassiness that he was getting from his sister about a boat, I was just like, dude, I'm telling you something right now. If I come on that boat, it's like, hey, I want to keep that boat. And it was just like, oh, you know, I made the decision to sell it. It's like, I have PTSD. <laughs> wow. I just saved the world. I want this boat. Like, this shouldn't even be a discussion. I just feel like the attitude and the rejection of a bank loan just br- like made real world issues him when i don't think it's necessary in this in this world well i got bad news for you you're gonna have a hard time in this series because real world shit is what this series is all about all about i mean i'm gonna regardless if it's bad or not 
I'm going to ride through it because okay. I, I already know there during this whole um, run we're about to make with Marvel, there's going to be some I don't like and there's going to be some that I do like. And when we get towards the ass end of this and we start building our own lists yeah, and what we like and don't like, I have a feeling it's going to be very, 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 very close to the bottom. But I have to watch it in order to make that call. So, All right. Well, I uh, for those of you out there following me, I just got off of a Zoom uh, meeting. I joined my good buddy, Brandon Lewis, who I haven't literally seen or spoken to in fucking months. Um, we just did an episode of Comic Conversation, which uh, I still, to this day, hold the record. Highest rated episode of Comic Conversation in their history. Mm. And, and your boy is back. So go do the treatment. Go back and uh, go check it out. I just did a whole hour on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so I won't repeat much of it here or any of it here. When I How about it. you should reach out to your boy? I have a request. Okay. If he's okay with it, obviously. I have a request that when the Doctor Strange movie comes out, we should get on there with. I want to get on there with him and talk about no it because I've been watching some the, of his uh... stuff, and I would love to like do one with him. But I want to do it with Doctor Strange. Cool. All right. No problem. If he's, if he's the, cool uh, with it, they should be. They'll they'll be fine with it. The uh the what is it the multiverse of madness film you're talking about right? Yeah. I think that's the next strange project that's going to be coming out for them. Right. So you don't want to do Shang Chi or no? <laughs> no 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 no. I want I want to make sure I'm nice and properly hyped and I there I'm not hyped. I there is nothing I am more hyped for for but for the next Doctor Strange movie. So and they're really I think that'd that be really hard because I didn't even know he. W- it wasn't until I think when I was doing your pod and I was watching your thing and I think you threw something up where you were with him. I'm like, oh shit, does he do something? I'm like, I didn't even know. I just recently added him to my Facebook, and I'm fucking loving his posts. His posts are great. I get so much comic stuff now. It's like amazing. So yeah, I would about love Brandon that, like, or Pongbo. Brandon. Oh, Brandon. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I, I didn't even know he yeah. was getting busy like That's that. That's all that man. fucker I fucking does. love it. I gotta, I gotta catch up on his shit. Yeah. My former broadcast partner, uh, before I replaced him. Pre- no, I didn't replace him. But nah, he, he's a good dude. I've been friends with him for fucking 16 years. So uh, it's been a fun ride with Longest him. Longest running, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Friend-wise, yeah. yeah. He's current, on top current, of the heat. Current circle? Longest current, running. Uh, current, from, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Current circle longest. Well, no, not even now that I'm thinking about it. Who's longer? I can't uh, think of anybody else. Uh, no, uh, longest current circle for sure. But I think actually beyond that, I don't think I've been friends with anybody as long as I've been friends with him. I don't. Have, I don't even think my previous circle I had anybody for this long. So, well, it would have to be. Well, exactly right. Like no, if they yeah, don't because, talk to him anymore, then it's yeah. Bad. I don't talk to him. They would have made it this far. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't keep counting the years after the divorce. No, exactly, exactly. That's exactly. what so I'm saying. Current circle, he's got to be yeah. longest reigning from he's, what I can remember. Anyway. Yeah, and uh, I've called him my best friend before in the past. And Paul London, uh, former WWE superstar Paul London, uh, when I told Paul London he was my best friend, Paul London looked at him and said, "Yeah, I get it. He's very best friendable." Yeah, he's, he's very best friendable. He's very best friendable. Look at yeah, him. Yeah, he's, he's if they were. I know that's so weird. I don't. I don't know why that's so weird. I don't really associate. It's going to sound weird. I don't associate best friends with you, if that makes sense. Like, you're more of like a, I've always saw you more of like a guy who's had a lot of connections and friendships, but never like 
best friend. So if there was one that I have to call who would be the homie that's always been the homie, that's the guy. And there's nobody yeah. even like close. Not to say no, that. No, and to be I fair, just mean, I just mean longest running. Yeah. Like when you guys, you guys could go two years without ever seeing each other, and it's like you were talking to each other yesterday. We did. Type of uh, deal. Exactly. Well, I already yeah, know. You didn't yeah, know to tell yeah, me. Like we it's, did. it's yeah. great. It's, it's uh, he's the I, great I, dude. Man. It's kind of unfair. To be honest with you, because I don't, I, I call him my best friend, but I honestly, I don't treat him like one. I'm not on the phone with him like at all. I don't, not, I don't not, contact him like anybody. a family member, dude. That's what it is. It's oh, just a oh, he's, he's another brother, dude. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, see, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, I, I, I try to stay away from stuff like that too because you're my brother, so I don't want to give anybody the indication. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like yeah, blurring those lines. No. He's my, he's I my, that. he's my he, best friend. I say brother a lot when the blood brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's well, the that's the look gimmick how, though. Look how large they are. You gotta call them whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, that's, true. <laughs> yeah that's true. That's true. That's true. So that's another thing we're gonna talk about here real quick. Uh, today was supposed to be the interview. Uh, I mentioned last week we we're gonna do an interview with the Blood Brothers, uh, the fear, the product of fear, Max Mercy, the Ray Savage Sam. Uh, some scheduling issues happened, not just on, uh, pretty much on all fronts. Uh, everybody at some point had an issue, so we're going to reconvene on that. We're going to try it again next week. So today, we decided it was a good time to catch up on some of the stuff that I pretty much flat out ignored during WrestleMania season. We did two weeks of WrestleMania, and then we did an, a, a WrestleMania aftermath. So three straight weeks of content related specifically to WrestleMania. Uh, last week, after the WrestleMania aftermath, we talked a little bit about the releases, who was released, how that affected us. So that gave me the inspiration here for today. We're going to bring back the lightning round today. Uh, hold on, I didn't do that right. I'm sorry. Hold on, let's go back to... We're going we to... Gotta, hold on. We're going we to bring back the lightning round. There we go, yes. We're bringing back the lightning round today. My brother here is going to host it up. You got a chance to look at some of the questions that we got lined up here for the lightning round. Any of them stand out to you? A lot of them. Uh, listen, I've been, I know that everybody's probably tired of me fucking saying that I've been busy, but God damn it, every week it just gets worse and worse. I've never been more out of the loop during this podcast than I am right now. So looking yeah. at a lot of this stuff, I had the, oh, oh. Ooh, <laughs> like yeah. I did. I had no clue any of this stuff was happening, so I'm actually yeah, very a lot interested. Of this, uh, I managed to find 15, because we usually do 15 here, three minutes each, which we're going to do. But um, a lot of these topics were very, very oh, dense, hard. And I was right. like, uh, do I want to do that in three minutes? And I think I can. But I wanted to address, there were so many of them that I wanted to address, because some of them, there's a few here that affect me directly. So I kind of really wanted to bring some of that stuff up and address it and bring it to light. And right. we're going to do that here. So let me pull up. Uh, is it in the audio? Because I'm going to be really upset if it's in here. I have a. There it is. Three minute clock. We got the clock. It's going to give you the countdown. You hear it here. Two, one, and boom. And that'll start my three minutes. When I get to the end here, you will hear. Six, five, here we go, four, three, two, one, and bam, 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 bam. And it'll give me a 10-second overtime. Hopefully I won't use that. It'll just be the three minutes. That's usually how this works. Slightly rounds. How many of these fucking things have I done in the past now? I, I want to say three. Oh, no. I've never been a part of them. You, but I you've think been you a part of one. 
the last one we did, you did you did do that with you you did that. That was okay. a thing that you did. You did that. Okay, there you uh, go. Lightning round five. That was the one you did with me. So this would be six. Lightning round six. Oh yeah, yeah. I made the list for the last yes, one. Yes, okay, I remember that. Okay, yes, I remember, I remember that. So uh, we will. That's what we're gonna do. The fifteen topics here, three minutes each. This uh, now that I have a co-host here. Uh, it doesn't have to go one right after the other. Uh, if you have any comments you'd like to chime in on, please feel free to do so. I'll probably have more questions. Like I said, I, a lot of this stuff is news to me, so I might even have more questions than I All would right. actually maybe comment. So, but we'll we'll write it out. We'll, we'll see what happens. Write it out. See. All what's right. Going to so let me know when you're ready to go. We can rock this. All bitch. right. So uh, again, you don't have to go in any particular order. You can go any. I got a generator like. ready to go. Got so. a generator ready to go. Okay, Let's I'm go. out. So uh, how did we do this last time? Did you read the question and then I pushed the button? That's how that works, right? I don't have any buttons to press. So I, have, I have the button, but I think you yes. read the question and then I'll push the button. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Okay, so go ahead. I'm ready to go. Let's let's get All this cracking. All right. Well, first one is we will go with that one. Daniel Bryan was trying to get out of the WrestleMania main event. Explain why. Okay, let's hit the button here. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, so as my brother just illustrated, Daniel Bryan has said on numerous occasions since WrestleMania, apparently he went public with it during an interview. He was actually trying to get out of the main event for WrestleMania. Um, he did not feel that he fit in that. He felt he was shoehorned, which he Thank was. You. Thank you. Uh, which he was, and it didn't. And it took away. He felt from the whole Edge deal. If and, you weren't dropping the belt, what was the point? Right. So, and I think Bryan. I, he didn't say those exact words, but you get the vibe that that's exactly right. Yes, that that's exactly the way that it go. Even if you included Daniel Bryan in that match for him to take the fall, he right. didn't take it alone. The end, of the the booking ended up being he pinned both of them. Right. So you just basically killed two of your baby faces. Regardless, uh, he was trying to get out of that main event because it didn't make sense. Also, that we uh, I believe based on those comments that it's probably more fuel to the fire. That we've been hearing that he's on his way out of the ring. He's been looking for an opportunity. On his own accord. On his own accord. Uh, okay, so this is not one of those be, things where, okay. Yeah, cool. he's not looking to be uh, an in-ring guy anymore. I know people are reading into this and they're saying, well, maybe that means he'll just let his contract, because his, his contract is up in September. So people are like, oh, maybe this is the cue where he's backing off now so that he can, you know, not resign and go wrestle somewhere else. Nah, I don't think he's going to wrestle anywhere else. I, I think this is it. I think he's going to end it on his own accord. I don't think he's going to – I don't think he's even going to make it to Mania. He said it himself. This could have been the last one right here. So uh, since, since his contract ends in September, I can see him doing something really big leading up to SummerSlam and then quietly just going away. He could either do something backstage. He's currently working as an agent and, and, and as a backstage uh, uh, individual working with the creative team on SmackDown. So he's doing storylines. He's trying to get characters over. He's already in the midst of it. So I can see where he creatively would say, oh, I don't need to be in that main event. I don't even think if you ask Daniel, I don't even think he felt like he needed a match. Because right. there was another report stating that he felt very detached at that pay-per-view. He didn't feel comfortable being in that position he was in. He's not even sure if not being in the main event would have helped. I think he's done. 
I, 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 and that's good. That's a good that's thing. Good. That's really He's good. He's going on on his own. He's making his own decisions. That's awesome news. If uh, if he can come up with a storyline for Vince to approve for a way for him to go out the way he wants to go out, who would he go out to? I'm not sure to be because honest he has you. enough. Uh, he's Daniel Bryan. He can give somebody a pretty good rub by going out. So who would he do it to? Maybe Cesaro. I don't know. Shinsuke, something. I know he always wanted that one big-time Shinsuke Nakamura match. That uh, would be dope. That he, he because Shinsuke came in. Oh, there it is. Uh, I was just going to say that Shinsuke came in uh, right as he was hitting out with the injury. So that would that could be another idea he might pitch for a build-up match. But yeah. Well, that would be really good. I would be all in for that. That's for sure. So moving on to the next one here, we got Mickey James. <laughs> And the giant garbage. There we go. Vicky James and the giant garbage bag. Let's place. Oh, my God. Let's place our buttons here. Jesus Christ. Let's see if I can pull it up on my phone. Okay. So, for those of you who are unawares, uh, after the releases that took place, I I won't even be able to get through this with a straight face. Dude, you can. I'm going to fucking try. So, uh. A lot of the releases took place, and apparently because they've had a residency for forever, when these people got released, it wasn't like they were released at work. A lot of these people were at home, and they were just yeah. told, oh, you're done. So a lot of performers still had shit, you know, personal items at these buildings. And apparently one of the executives, Mark Carano, was the name that was thrown around, threw all of Mickey's shit into a garbage bag. And then boxed it to this bitch and sent it to her fucking house. And hand wrote on like a piece of tape. Yeah, that's just it. Mickey. Mickey. That's it. <laughs> just customized plate, uh, name plates now on garbage bags. Oh my god. So, uh, Mickey James. Uh, she is tweet- too fine to be disrespected. <laughs> well, like that. you know, we were singing her praises for the Women's International Month thing, and apparently they feel completely different. Really? So, Mickey James, uh, dear at Vince McMahon, I'm not sure if you're aware, I did receive my at WWE care package today. Thank you. Hashtag always blessed and grateful. Hashtag women's wrestling matters with the lip emoji. And here is the fucking plastic bag. So, Triple H was the first to respond to the controversy by tweeting out, Upon learning of the disrespectful treatment some of our recently released talent received on behalf of the company, we took immediate action. The person responsible for this inconsiderate action has been fired and is no longer at WWE. Stephanie also retweeted. It said, Mickey, I am embarrassed you or anyone else would be treated this way. I apologize personally on behalf of at WWE. The person responsible is no longer with our company. I don't have the exact tweet in front of me because I didn't save that one. But mm-hmm. Mickey responded to Steph and said, no worries, no problem. I got the package, uh, although it is a great representation of how I've been represented by your company by the last three years. <clears throat> so that was a nice little shot back at the at the, at the helm here. But mm-hmm. the end result is this, folks. It's a fucking trash bag. I get it. It's kind of a disrespectful thing. I get where people are coming from. I get it. It's a trash bag. This didn't need to be the news that it was. I like it. The only reason it became news at all is because Mickey made sure that it would be. She tweeted it out there. She wanted people to know how they were treating her. I get it. I don't know what she was expecting from them. The fact that she got responses is cool. I would love for someone to confirm that that guy actually got fired. Yeah, there's I know, no way of really telling. Yeah, because I know I've seen that guy before on, on Total Divas and stuff like that. I know for a fact that he works. Oh, uh, we know who it is. Yeah, I know. They showed it. They shared a picture of it. I know who the guy is. 
We've seen him on w- on, on WWE TV before, and we've seen him on Total Divas a whole lot. That's because he works backstage a lot. He handles a lot of the women too, which is scary. But there you go. But yeah, that's the situation with the trash bag. That's hilarious. <laughs> you should not be disrespected like that. Nobody should. That's just crazy. Just put it in a box. And like, if she got a few t-shirts, fuck it. Just throw it in I mean, bag. I don't know what they were, she was expecting. Like, some sort of bubble foam wrap, crown royal bag. Like, yeah, at was, least put it in a box. Dude. It was in a box. It was uh, in a bag of a box. <laughs> oh, okay. Then we good. There's no problem. Yeah, it, was a, it wasn't like they shipped just be the an garbage OD. bag. They put Let's the move. garbage bag in the box. Sometimes people just need to move on. Like, we will. So, the next one we got here is new rating after the end of the Wednesday Night Raw. You're going to have to elaborate on that because I really don't know what that means. Alright, so let's go ahead. I'm going to highlight that. I'm trying to keep track. Make sure we don't uh, forget anything here. Here we got boop. Here we got boop. Here we got boop. I just worry about the button. I just pushed the button. I pushed worry the button. about the button. I got everything else on my Bass side. Head. New rating after the end of the Wednesday Night War. The Wednesday Night War was NXT versus uh, AEW on Wednesdays. As of last week, the war is over. NXT now has relocated to Tuesdays. We'll talk about that later with another question specifically. But just to the war itself, uh, as I told Brandon a little while ago, as I've told people a bunch of times when they ask me, or we've had this conversation with other wrestlers uh, recently at independent shows that I've been at, the, uh, folks, there was never a war. It, it I didn't think there was. It, it wasn't a thing. Uh, we, I spoke about it here on the show. I even have an episode here. Let me see. I think I have it right here in front of me. Uh, something about I have to. Uh, world is it a world at war? No, no, no. I want to make sure I like the comic book. I want to make sure everyone can search it freely here, and it's gonna take. Oh, here we go. War. War is coming. There it is. Episode eighty-nine is where I uh, first talked about this. The war is coming. That was the episode where the announcement was made that AEW would be coming to Wednesday nights and so would NXT. And that's where I came up with the idea the war is coming because I knew as soon as it was announced that AEW was going to be Wednesday nights on TNT, I think it was a week later, NXT had announced they would be going to USA Network on Wednesday nights. Almost immediately moved over. And I knew from from the announcement right then all these people are going to think it's a war. It was not a war. Uh, it was never a war. They never competed against each other. They just happened to be two programs on at the same time on a fucking Wednesday night. That's all that it ended up being. There was never really a true competition between the two. Yes, the ratings dipped back and forth. Um, some more in favor of the others. Uh, yes, AEW's uh, ratings have jumped up tremendously. They're finally getting over a million viewers a week now with no NXT to compete against them. We'll see how long that lasts because, again, right. it's it's not winning the championship. It's defending it. you got to keep doing it over and over and over and see what happens. But I just right. want to let everybody know this was a very short-lived and very anticlimactic war. Uh, this was not the war that you and I grew up with. That's mm-hmm. for sure. And there's been other wars in the industry besides. I've been watching that war lately. Jesus. Yeah, I know. It was vicious back then. Vicious. So good. Vicious. And uh, yeah, this was. There were too many variables involved with this war. Too many people with who were inexperienced. It it just didn't compete. It didn't compute. Now that the two shows are on different nights, hopefully both shows will have an opportunity to grow and and do a little better. Because neither show right now uh, interests me a whole lot. 
So we'll see how that works from there. Oh, wow, okay, that's interesting. Oh, look at that. All right, so um, moving on here, we got AEW and the City of Factions. There we go, the City of Facts, baby. So what is that? I don't even know what those words mean. Okay, we're gonna have to tell me. We're gonna elaborate. We're gonna elaborate, baby, and talk about the factions <laughs> here at AEW. Everybody at AEW is in a fucking faction. Jacksonville was the city of factions because that's where everyone goes. We've got the inner circle. We've got the elite. We've sure. got uh, the good friends. We've got the factions over factions over factions over factions. Big Money Matt has a faction. Half of them were just in a faction with Eddie Kingston, and then that broke apart, and now he's teaming with Moxley while that faction gets absorbed by the other faction. And then we've got Death Triangle, which is another fucking faction. And it's a, Everybody's in a group. It's turf warfare here at AEW. Everybody's got some sort of alliance going down, except for John Moxley, who's just John Moxley. He's Stone Cold Moxley, as everyone keeps calling him. His so guy, is this a good thing, or well, is this a bad thing? I or does it not matter? No, it matters big time, and it matters in a, in a big way. And this is this is not good. And uh, the reason why I brought it up specifically because they've had factions for forever. The only reason why I brought it up now is because somebody finally asked one of the EVPs. They asked the Young Bucks, "What's the deal with all these fucking factions? Oh, factions are just easier. You know, I can get more people involved, and uh, I can do better booking. No, you can't do better booking with this. Easy." I'll, I'll agree with the easy. It is easier to write one thing for eight people as opposed to uh, writing one thing for two people and have it mean something, which they don't know how to do. That's why it's easier, because they can't write stories, and they can't write for gimmicks, and they can't get anything over. Anybody who's over now is over when it started. The right. only person that's gained any traction at all has been Darby Allen, and even that's been misused and beaten to the ground. Yeah. Because they don't know what to, what to do. They have no idea how to do it. They, well, know it's what it's supposed, they know what it's supposed to look like. But see, here's the thing. It's a learning experience. You keep saying, you just said it was a learning experience. You will only learn when you're being taught better. You have to you have to go to the people who have done this before. You've got you've to listen, and you, you can still do your own thing. But there are certain things in wrestling that are as old as time, and they work, and they are hell-bent on doing everything different, whether it works or not. They just uh, no, That's something they used to do back in the 80s or the 90s? Fuck it. We're not going to do it. We're going to do this. But this doesn't work. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Fuck thing. it. Fuck or it. Like, or as I like to call, or as I like to say, Fuck it, dude. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Fuck it, it's dude. It's whatever. I have a feeling that people in the back, they're just like, hey, can I be one of the good friends? The good friends? Or, you know, can I, the best friends or whatever? Can I be an elite? Can I be? Sure. Why do I? Fuck it. Come on. There are people the joining in groups. Area. Yeah, there are people who are in groups. that should, Even the inner circle. I never understood the inner circle. None of these groups make any sense. Oh, my God. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm okay with dissolving all of the groups as long as I don't have to watch those fucking two lime green wearing white dudes that oh, what I yeah. assume was TH2. described as we come out to cool music and dance hip hop. Uh, if we can get rid of that, that'd be freaking great. Yeah. Uh, the next question we got here is here. the Undisputed Era Explodes. Where to next? Oh, 
the undisputed what era. The, what we, we can go over that right now, and uh, you can give your thoughts. Okay, here we go. There we go. And yeah, so I'm a little behind on this. I had to catch up. But the undisputed era, we haven't had a chance to talk about it. We didn't even really talk about. Um, we didn't talk about the NXT Takeover either on this fucking show. It was just too much going on. And to be honest with you, the only match I had any interest in for that whole takeover was Tommaso Ciampa and Walter. Guys, don't worry. NXT will be out of your face. Just give it a little bit more time. It's going to completely disappear. (laughs) Don't worry. It'll be fine. (laughs) Uh, Well, Undisputed Era, obviously everyone knows the members. Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Kyle Rowley, Bobby Fish uh, completely came to an explosion not too long ago, a few weeks ago. Actually, about a month or so ago. Two months, maybe. I'm behind by a lot on this. But Adam Cole super kicks, Finn then super kicks Kyle O'Reilly. It all comes apart. Bobby Fish was already on the shelf as it was with yet another injury. Roderick Strong has now put in his papers, apparently. He might be officially done with NXT. And we are left with Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole fighting to the death. I still haven't seen their match from TakeOver yet. I've seen most of TakeOver. I haven't seen their match, and I haven't seen the Finn Balor or Karrion Cross match yet. But as far as where to next... That's huge for me because as much as I love all of these individuals, I have zero confidence they will do anything of any real meaning on the main roster. And yet they've been with NXT for an insanely long amount of fucking time. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Ciampa and Gargano. I, I just I don't need these guys in NXT <clears throat> anymore. But at the same time, I don't see them doing anything of any value on the fucking main roster. I don't. You can get a couple of great matches out of Adam Cole. But that size is not going to work for him at all. I know Daniel Bryan is not the biggest guy. There's a few guys on the main roster who aren't the biggest fucking people on the planet. But Adam Cole's style does not really fit to all of that. He doesn't exactly have the flashiest fucking style. He's a worker. He's a wrestler. And I don't know if that's going to pan out. Same thing with Roderick Strong. You know, uh, Survivor Series a few years ago, they had one of my dream matches when they put all their secondary champions together. Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles versus Roderick Strong at Survivor Series. And they actually put Roddy over. Roddy was the one who won that match. And I was like, wow, first of all, great match. Second of all, good choice on the winner. Third of all, it opened my eyes to the fact nobody in that building gave a fuck (laughs) at all. Because of him, he's just, a lot of these guys, they just don't have, together they were magic, and Cole has a personality, and that rubs off on everybody else, Kyle has a bit of a, of a personality, together they were gold, I don't know what's going to work for them individually, so I'm scared to death, and I hope they, they figure out something interesting for them to do with NXT, because I would hate to see what the fuck happens to them on Raw or SmackDown. Mm. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, the The issue that I have with a lot of the NXT people right now, and I, I know people will have their gripes with it, but I just feel like the main roster, we've had to talk about this, and I've said it before, I feel like the main roster is pretty fucking stacked, man. This isn't a time right now where you can kind of be okay, mediocre, and we'll build you up type of deal. We got people who need screen time who are ready to go and who can go. So if you're still trying to get built up, man, it's going to be really hard to squeeze in there, dude. That main roster right now looks great, and it's get, it's getting better 
from my views, I know everybody else has their gripes with everything and will say this is the worst wrestling ever type of deal. So that's whatever. But moving on, um, number 14, we're going to go into celebrity uses, uh, what well, celebrity use in wrestling. So I'm assuming uh. this is sparked by uh, some of the more recent. Mm hmm. Mm, not just, not just. We well, we hit the button. Let's spark it up. Let's spark it up. Is there's there's other new stuff? So hold on. Okay. Well, uh, go ahead. All right. So we spoke a little bit about some of the recent celebrity usage when we talked about WrestleMania, right? We we discussed uh, Bad Bunny's role, Logan Paul's role, right? And those were all used in situations. Bad Bunny. You know, a lot of people listened to the last episode that we did for the aftermath, and they were like, "You know, Bad Bunny did like amazing," and, and I felt like you guys like you were like half and half, like he did really good, but but but, and I'm like, yeah, but 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 because he's not a fucking wrestler. We said, "I if I said he was great, yeah, you said he was great. I was the one who was kind of like, yeah, he did all right. Uh, yeah, but you're always a you're always like that. <laughs> yeah, but my my, my <laughs> thing about the whole thing, I I gave him credit for. Respecting our business and taking the time to get in there, and I gave him credit for taking the heat. That was the one thing I was surprised. He took the heat. Yeah. He took some bumps. Yeah, you know, yeah, he yeah. got beat up. So I was like, all right, I give him credit. I respect Definitely it. Bad Bunny's uh, delivery there was an exception. It's yeah. not the rule. It's not yeah. how it usually goes. But but I, and I get there's a lot of criticism on that. The only the only real criticism that is any. That's valid, right? Because, oh, he's a shitty musician. You have to throw all that out the window. Valid criticism for that match is it gives people the impression that you can just wake up off the couch one morning and, and do this shit, and you can't. It's a very misleading thing. This guy was a rapper. This guy is a musician, and he woke up one day, and all of a sudden he can execute Falcon Arrows and Canadian Destroyers and all this other shit. i like, look, that's not the case. That's why they went through the trouble of letting you know that he was training for as long as he was. Okay, if you right. taught anybody, if you taught anybody for three months, January to April, right? If you, because it's a wow, three months, that doesn't make you a professional wrestler. No, it doesn't. But at a wrestling school with a quality trainer, you can teach bumps in three months properly. You know, you can get a guy to at least take bumps, which is what he did. He executed a few moves that looked really, really good, which means they went over those moves a thousand times, right? He was safe. He did everything he was supposed to do. When you and and not for nothing, uh, he must have an athletic background because he didn't look too shabby getting up there. He didn't look blown uh, up. He looked, yeah, I, I know right? what you're saying. He 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 he's not like William Shatner at 92 years old coming off the bench right. and uh, 450 splashing somebody. So, in his defense, too, with that, he is a performer of large scale. So, yeah. although WrestleMania is a massive place, and that's probably one of the biggest endorphins highs you'll get, he's somewhat used to crowds of that size and that yeah. energy. So, that helped him a lot, too, because no matter how long you trade, your shield go right out the window with that energy. Yeah. I got 10 seconds left, but I was just, I was getting to the Mike Tyson part of this conversation. Because as good as WWE used those two, AEW fucked Mike Tyson up. You can a few more yeah, seconds. Let me, let me, let me, let me, give me, I'm going to put 60 seconds back on the clock for just a second so I can elaborate on the Tyson thing. So AEW fucked up Mike Tyson in a big fucking way. Okay, big fucking way. First of all, Mike Tyson's Mike Tyson, right? Yeah. And if you, if you had any reservations about the fact, well, he's old. 
you know, he's old and he's mm. a celebrity from the 90s. And, mm. you know, if you had they AEW got Mike Tyson fresh off of the Roy Jones fight where yeah. I don't know. If Not I don't know if you saw the Roy Jones fight. Did you see the Roy Jones fight? I did not, but I saw the training that he did before. Yeah. And uh, well, guess what? I saw the fucking fight, and the fight was worse than the training. He beat the fuck out of Roy Jones. The thing is, though, is that he didn't. You know, Roy didn't go down. Whatever the case may be, there was no winner or loser. But if they would have had a scorecard, Mike would have walked away with that. He looked like a fucking machine, a mercenary. He's still a badass, and it's 2021. Right. And then you have him out of here hugging and kissing. And how delightful he is to be at AEW. And then he throws a few phantom punches at some of the fucking wrestlers. One of them he got in there real good, though. I'll give him that. Sean Spears got clocked. But everybody else, these little powder puff. They, 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 WWE, when they had Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson did a push. And he threw one punch. And you know why that is? Because you know he can't hit him for real. Don't expose him. Right. He went out there and just started throwing the punches that my son throws at his lo- at his stuffed animals in the bedroom. You throw combinations for to these drones. What are you doing? <laughs> they don't know how to do anything, and it sucks and it stinks because I want them to know how to do everything, so this thing yeah. can prosper. And they just trying really hard. <laughs> yeah. They're trying really, really hard, but let's move on. The celebrity thing is going to be, it is what it is. It's always weird, but um, a couple good ones, a couple bad ones. What can you do? What it does do is it does work. It works, man. It definitely brings people in. Uh, The next one we're going to do here is the return of TNA. So please keep me from wanting to cause physical harm to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hate TNA. Uh, You hate it, TNA? I hate TNA, dude. It has its. It had its shining lights. It had a few things that was good, but. Well, that's I, part, that's part I was of the disappointed with TNA more than I was ever excited yeah, for. Yeah, because they got yeah. I, I see. I'm more in that direction too with the whole disappointed thing. But you know, the people who were involved with TNA are no longer involved with Impact Wrestling. They were supposed to be Man. the one. <laughs> oh, the you did the Obi One. You were supposed to be the chosen one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were supposed to bring balance to the force. They were supposed them. to bring back the real wars again, yeah. man. And then they and then like 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 true Jedi's, they turned to the dark side and all went to WWE. Uh, no, but TNA as a whole, I'm a I'm I'm a fan of TNA. I grew I I grew up with them. Uh, my wife. When I first met my wife, that's the wrestling she was exposed to. She had never seen WWE. Uh, when she started hanging out with me, I was doing the Wednesday night pay-per-views at my friend's house, and uh, that was her exposure to wrestling. Her first exposure to real re- to wrestling is AJ Styles, Abyss, Amazing Red, Low Key. That's where that's where her wrestling. Yeah, the good side of TNA. Yeah, that though that was the wrestling that she started with, and then eventually branched out to WWE and. Now she's this big badass historian, but but that's how it started, uh, was with TNA. The possibility of the return of TNA is basically just a purchase of uh, of rights to the name because they brought back the TNA World Title as a kind of an experimental deal, and it worked out pretty good. They still do the TNA every now and then, flashbacks and blah 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 blah. 
Here's why I think the reason why I wanted to bring this up on the show because it's just a possibility. You know, Scott Demore, who's one of the head writers and the head directors of Impact Wrestling, was the one who brought this up as a possibility. Yeah, we, there's a good chance we could bring this back. The reason why I'm thinking because like like you, there's a lot of people out there who just goes, "Man, leave it dead." Yes, just please. leave it dead. But you know what? In its heyday, it was a great platform for younger talent. And if the people who were running that program had a brain in their fucking head, they would have gotten more out of it. Now, the only reason I, I very much in my heart agree with the whole leave it dead thing as well. Here's where the only way I would change my mind and I would flip to the other side. This announcement came pretty close to the releases from WWE. And there's a lot of impact people that got released. One notable name. Samoa Joe. There's a few people on the cusp here at WWE. Robert Roode, a couple of names. The biggest name of all that people were rumored, and I only got 10 seconds left, but he was rumored a while ago when his contract was going to be up, which is coming soon. AJ Styles has expressed some interest when it comes to impact. And I'm going to keep going for just a few seconds. I just want to get this out there. There was a rumor when the whole Paul Heyman thing blew up with AJ Styles. And AJ Styles was very upset with WWE. And they've been kissing his ass ever since. But his contract's coming up soon. And he's made quite a pretty penny in WWE. There was a rumor going around, uh, I want to say six months ago, sometime late in 2020, where there was a lot of conversation about AJ possibly purchasing Impact Wrestling, or at least being a major contributor. If something like that was to happen, where you were able to bring back some of TNA's best and not just have them be a part of the program, but be in charge, making decisions, putting the right talent in the right places, keeping Scott Demore and Don Callis on as writers or as contributors to forward the creative process. I might be interested because AEW was supposed to, is supposed to be the second big program in the country, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not enamored. They don't know what they're doing. This is a group of people that would know what they're doing. It's just a matter of whether or not they have resources to get on TV and share that information out. Yeah, that's the only thing. Hey, I mean, if it's going to be business as usual, I'm not interested. Listen, I'm with it. Can you please, for the love of God, I if I see a fucking ex WCW wrestler on there, and I'm Ooh, not they're all dead. What are you talking about? What How WCW? They literally just had Sting on AEW. Oh no 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 no! Listen, I mean, listen, he. Let's, let's, hey, listen, my guy, if there's a will, there's a way. And these motherfuckers honest. keep finding out a way. Yeah, Can you keep them off the television? That's all I'm asking. Let's like, be honest. He's he he's dead. There's no one told him yet. He's he hasn't real he hasn't, <laughs> Oh, okay. He hasn't come to that realization run, yet. Yeah, he's kind of running a, on fumes. He's just like, a I don't want to chill, John. I don't yeah. want to put that energy out there. I don't like that. I don't like that. I like that. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> clearly defined <laughs> by heel and ba- uh clearly defined heel and baby faces. Okay. Uh, that's the next one we got going on yeah, here. Yeah, let's do that because this is this is the one that's going to piss people off, okay? Because pe- yeah, people so are not understanding. Your thoughts? Go for it. Okay, here's what people are not understanding. I ran into this this past weekend, <laughs> okay? So, just uh, to get into too many details, but I'm the manager of a tag team. We're heels. <laughs> they booked us against a tag team intentionally that is also a heel tag team. So I said, okay, so what do you want to do with this? And my boss goes, clear cut heel versus heel uh, matchup. And I'm like, cool. What the fuck is that? Right? How does that look? 
Mm -hmm. I'm asking specifically to him. In your head, how does this go? Because heel versus heel is hard. Well, you need a build-up. You need a reason for these two teams who have no redeeming qualities about themselves to be fighting each other. Who's the audience rooting for? Who are they getting behind? Two assholes trying to out-asshole each other doesn't make any sense. Uh, So we tried to make some things happen. What ended up happening was the other team that we were going against, they were new. They had never wrestled there before. So they were like, yeah, we're heels everywhere else, but we never wrestled here. So what we could do is we'll take a few... You know, we'll take a few things that we would normally do in the matches. We'll take that out, you know. And because of the two teams, my team has a heel manager, me. Uh, it'd be easier for me to get heat than them. It was a whole day, a whole deal. But we had a plan right. going into that match. When the match happened, uh, guess what ended up happening? The audience picked a side because we were generating heat. They were kind of, sort of, not really. So by default, they just started cheering the other team. Because that's what fucking happens. Right. You, you it, don't stay mean, in those it, spots for long. Somebody's got to get cheered. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you both are going as hard as possible to be heels. Eventually, someone's going to out-heal yeah, the other person. Yeah, exactly. And the other person's going to get cheered. One's going to outweigh the other. And that's the way that this shit works. So they started getting cheered more than we were. So throughout the course of the match, they were feeling it out, and they just said, fuck it, we're just going to go full babyface. So they just went full babyface. They right. didn't even try to heal it up because it doesn't make any sense to do that. Well, that was Not a good a call cold, on their side. They were smart, We we had and we had a great match. It was fun as fuck. It was so good. But it, I'm just bringing this up as an example to people out there who don't understand and who listen to guys like Cody and the Young Buck who tell me, uh, face and heels are antiquated. That's the old way. Of, no, it's life. There are good people. There are bad people. Even the people who are in the middle who are gray, there are still times where you root for them and times when you don't. Someone will get booed. Someone will get cheered. You want to have a very cohesive wrestling show? Clearly define that. And then people right. will be able to follow your product. That's all I'm right. saying. Right. That's it. Well, it's the same thing that we, we talked at, like instantly about the, when we found out it was going to be Sasha and Bianca. We instantly go, Sasha's going heel. Yeah. Like, you just it, without like even talking about it, we knew like it wouldn't work yeah. for both of them being gassed up and being like whatever. We yeah. need someone to make the other one the nice guy. Yeah. And, and she, she fell directly into that role. Yeah. Sasha never technically turned heel. She just got aggressive so that they No, she just started being a bitch yeah. to her. Yeah. So like, hey, bro, you get the her. fuck out of my face and right there, boom. Yeah. You're the asshole. Yeah. You know what you're I mean? Just, yeah. So you're just someone is going to get cheered. Someone is going to be booed. But if, we're talking about a legend. Yeah. So. Both both of both baby faces competing with each other, trying to be the nicer guy of the two, it's not gonna work. Right. Two heels, healing it up against each other, no one to cheer for, not going to work. You need it's the back just weird. Yeah, it's just weird without it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But Someone I wants to watch a friendly match? Get yeah. out of here. I want to see you kill each other. Yeah. That's why I'm here. That's why I pay good, hard-earned money That's to what see Brett, you Brett wrote the book on that. Brett goes, I could, wrestle a, I could be a babyface and wrestle a babyface, but he knew every time he did, that meant he had to ratchet up the intensity. Right. He said, I'm not going to do anything that is directly dirty, or directly negative, but I will be the aggressor, right? So that makes that 
then him appear still like a underdog baby face within that setting. And then when we get to the finish and we do everything we do, they still like me right. after the fact. But within the course of that match, they had someone to root for. Right. It. It's one of those things that they that he did well when it was like, I love him. He's being a he's being a dick, but he's only being a dick because of that guy. Yeah. And then the and moment he, that that's gone, it was like, all right, that's my hero. He's yeah. back. And that's why yeah. and that's why Brett was a wonderful champion. Right. Because Brett would wrestle the heels like a full on babyface and he would sell and he would take bumps. When he wrestled other babyfaces, he made sure they sold and they took bumps and he was the aggressor. And, right. But he would also feed for them because he's also a babyface. So once he got enough steam up and he realized he had maxed out his shit, now he starts taking But he had it mastered. If you want to know how to wrestle as a babyface or heel champion, get on Peacock right now and look up all those Bret Hart matches. That's the ones you need to watch. Dude, I'm in, like, in love. I'm in love with freaking old wrestling, man. I was sending you pictures of some of that stuff. I just keep – I got it on loop. But uh, let's get on to the next one here. We got – Drugs and alcohol and wrestling. Oh boy, you got you gonna be able to do that in three minutes? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. We're gonna do in it three minutes because Good this, is, this is another personal one with a challenge story. accepted. Yeah, this is another personal one with a story. So here's the deal: I have a personal preference. I have a rule with myself, and everyone who's worked with me thus far has understood that rule, and and I appreciate it. But it should extend to other people, and I'll get more specific. I have a rule. If I see you drinking or smoking anything before you wrestle me, that match does not happen. I'm not getting in the ring with you. It's happened twice in my career. Well, I've had to go to the promoter and tell him, I'm not wrestling that guy. He's fucking drunk or he's fucking high, and I refuse. And both occasions, I've gotten new opponents. Both times. Which is good. Speaks well of the promoters involved. But it's becoming an issue. I've seen it a bunch of times now. People who right before their matches, they go out, they go for a walk, they smoke something. Or they get to the building early, so they just start having a few drinks, getting up to the event, blah, 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 blah. I don't care about smoking. I don't care about drinking. I don't care what you snort. I don't care what you sniff. I don't care what you inject. Your life is your life. You want to kill yourself? Kill yourself. You want to throw fuck. it away? That's on yeah, you, Yeah, that's on you, big man. You do whatever you want. Don't do that shit before I have to give you my body. Right. Do not. Oh, hey, oh. Do not. I know. You can take it any way you want. I mean, <laughs> even that last comment, you can take it any way you I want. I want you clean when you have my body. Yeah, I need you to be fucking focused on what's going on because I want to go home. Right. I'm not going to get dropped in the back of my fucking head because, oh, I lost grip because you wasn't feeling yourself. No, that's not how that's going to work. <laughs> so there's been a few occasions, and the reason why I bring this up is because it happened recently. I was not this show. But I was told by a friend of mine who just recently uh, was in the hospital because he got dropped. Uh, it was a it was a maneuver that was not anything crazy. It was a standing maneuver. Nothing nothing wrong with it. They've done it a thousand times. As a matter of fact, it was just a regular power bomb, and it, up down the usual shit we do. But the guy was inebriated beforehand, and he when he lugged him up, he didn't really bring him down all that well, and he drilled him. And that guy now uh, is pretty – I'm not going to use the word blackball, but he's going to have to take a break because uh, that's – no, 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 no. And I wanted to bring that up on the show. I'm not going to name any names. It's whatever, right? But this is very, very important. Your habits are your habits. I understand. But you can't do that shit before a match. You can't do it before a show. If you could not do it at the show, period, that'd be a bonus. I'd like to see that. 
because I've seen the opposite. I've seen people who stay clean the whole day, and you're talking mm-hmm. to them, and you're like, oh, yeah, that is it's cool, dude. We're going to have a great match. And they have their match, and they shake your hand, and everything's good. And that was like match two. We get around match five, and he sloshed. And he's walking around the locker room. He's got his dick out. And we're like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, ah, fun. He's like, what? It took you 60 minutes to get to this state? People people thrive their whole lives to try to reach the level of inebriation that you've ascended to. What the fuck is this? But what about those exceptions, like RVD and stuff like that? They're not exceptions. He doesn't smoke before a match. He doesn't? No. He probably does now in his later years. Because I know for a oh, fact. There's no way. He definitely smoked no, before. From what I understand from people, he, no, not before. Not not right before he got into some shit with somebody. Maybe dying down and then spark up after. Yeah, because, I mean, if you wake and bake and then you have, you don't have to be at the venue for, like, another six hours, that's different. Yeah, you're, you're I'm good. I'm talking about buddy. niggas in gear, like, just getting ready for the matches, it. just wet, just going outside and smoking the split real quick and then. No, no, uh, no. Okay, okay. That's a good yeah, clarification. That's what I'm saying because I know okay. for a fact. When, uh, listen, when Rob Van Dam came to New York, I'm not gonna name any names, and I regret it to this day because I should have did it. I was invited to go for a session with him, but I had something I had to do at the building. I couldn't go, but the show wasn't for like another five fucking hours. Right. So yeah, I'm sure he had a grand old time, and he didn't wrestle. The show started. It was like another five hours before the show even started. Started, and it was the but second he wasn't to last on match. for another two hours. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, he went out. He went for his little walk. You know, a couple of the boys right. did their thing. They came back, man. By the time the show started, that shit he, went, that shit, he didn't piss all that shit out. He didn't give a fuck. <laughs> he didn't give and the a match fuck. was over, and he just yeah, started I'm ripping I'm trying to again. be specific here. Well, people, right, good enough. For, for the people who are, like, in gear. Pounding brews before they get in the ring and shit. Like, relax, dude. Do it after. Seriously. Yeah. Fuck me, man. Jesus Christ. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's get to the next one over here. Fuck. All right. All right. We'll get to the next one here. We got uh, independent wrestling in the pandemic. Ooh, what do you got on that one? Independent wrestling in the pandemic. Let's start that up. Start that up. All right, so I would like to both congratulate and curse people out for the next thir- three minutes. Congratulate. There's a lot of people in independent wrestling who uh, are doing their thing. I experienced, uh, I've been in my home for a better part of a year. So when we went to Florida, that was kind of a eye-opener, <laughs> so to speak. I don't give a shit if you tell, if you, if you tell people straight out. I'm a business owner. This is my facility. I don't give a fuck about COVID. I don't give a fuck about coughing and sneezing. I don't give a fuck about masks. Nothing. You come in here, you buy shit, you wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. I don't give a fuck. If you was being straight up and real like that, I wouldn't care. That's your shit. Do your thing. Right? I can't tell you how to run your business. I know I'm not going in there, but I know there's a bunch of people who will. Right? It's your business. You can run it any way you want. My thing is this. If you're going to tell somebody something simple like, I don't know, mask required, you should probably enforce it because it's going to make a lot of people fucking uncomfortable and you're going to get irritated because it's going to continuously keep being a problem. If you tell people we're going to do temperature checks and you're going to wear masks, that gives the impression like you're on top of it. So Mm -hmm. for people who are feeling apprehensive, 
They go, you know what? This place might keep their shit together. Let me go. And then they go, and everyone's got the mask off or is below the fucking mouth or they're sharing drinks with each other. They coughing and stuff. All kinds of stupid shit. <laughs> My wife had a conniption because on the plane ride back, we had this fucking 12-year-old kid in front of us who apparently smokes a pack a day. He couldn't stop fucking coughing. Right. And for that, that's, that makes people fucking uncomfortable. And so they bitch and they complain. And right. I've seen promoters get upset. What do you want me to do? Kick them the fuck out. That's what we want you to do. Because you put on the ticket. You put on the advertisement. If you don't follow the procedures laid out by the CDC, you will be asked to leave. So go over there and ask him to fucking leave. Right. And it's becoming an issue on some of those promotions because there are some promotions who take it seriously and have done that and don't need to be told to do that. They make announcements on their uh, during their shows. Ladies and gentlemen, due to CDC guidelines, it is required at all times to please have your mask safely on your face, right below the chin and above your nose, you know, all that stuff. And then there's some companies that are just letting people do whatever it is they fucking want to do. Then just say it. I would rather you say it so that people who are being self-conscious don't take the risk and go to your fucking program. Well, just no, they're them. not going. They're, but they're not going to say it because then that's the wrong thing to say legally. They have to right. say the right shit. But if they don't cool. care, they don't care. Cool. It's up to you to understand that people might be that way, and if they are, you need to decide if you want to go to a show or not. All right, but it's up to. It really is up to the company or the building owners to enforce it. Then True. they have to fucking. But if they it. don't, then they don't. Well, I mean, in real life, in the real world, that's how that's going to go. But in the meantime, you're going to hear right. a lot of fucking bitching and complaining the whole yeah, fucking time. Well, yeah, you know fine. what? You say, yeah, that's fine. But a lot of these promoters are not acting like, yeah, it's fine. They're getting mad. I've seen on two occasions where the person complaining was the one asked to leave instead right. of the person who is not doing what they're supposed to do. Right. They said, well, you could just leave. Well, no. You said, because a lot of these people, when they come in, when they take the tickets, the ticket taker tells them, just right. so you're aware, if you don't have the mask or if you're whatever the case may be, you may be asked to leave. And everyone goes, yeah, no problem. And they, they sign off on it. Right, of course. Okay, so he's got to go. Not me. I shouldn't be punished because I'm complaining. He should be removed because everyone else is complaining about him. That's the opposite of what's supposed right. to happen. Right. If there's a robbery taking place, I shouldn't be going to jail because I called the cops on him. That doesn't make any sense. Right. So that's all I'm saying. They, that some people are handling this shit well. Some people are not. I'm happy to say GSW was handling it well. There you go. Well, as long as the people around me during commentary got their shit on, I'm fine. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I'm always going to have a weird outlook to it because I've been out there since whatever. So to me, I'm, from the stuff that I've seen, man, it's just like if you don't have the understanding, there are people out there that don't care about what's going on and that you, if you do go out, you're going to be around these people. I mean, I get it. You can complain. You can get. Yeah, it's your right to complain and get mad. That's perfectly fine. You're not wrong. But at the end of the day, the promoter you're complaining to may not have the same views as you. And unless you're it. going to complain to the government and have them shut down, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Then they should express that. Say they don't that. have to. They're not going to because then they can't perform. They okay, can't do then, their job. Then they got to take the slings. If and they arrows. don't lie. Then they got to take the slings and arrows. Then don't complain about oh, it. Oh, they're going to talk. Dude, the world's a weird place, right? The so world's anyway. a weird place. Let's, uh, that's let's that's how that ends. <laughs> yeah, exactly, the world is a weird right? place. 
<laughs> or the world we live in is a little awkward. So AEW has released their have releases of their own. So I'm yes. assuming they uh they had a little bit of a laundry list of uh no not a laundry list it's no just a few one good, specific one good? in particular that oh, I want to okay. talk about because okay okay this is a long ahead. time in coming. Now normally on my show I don't do anything specific. Right. In the sense of I don't target any one specific person right. and try to talk down or whatever the case may be. Right. But Ivelisse, you fucking cunt. I need oh. you to listen to me right fucking now. Holy okay? shit. Okay? Uh, no. This time around, I don't give a fuck where it's clipped. I don't care who sends it. I don't give a fuck. I'm done. Bitch, every single fucking place that you have been. It's been the same fucking conversation. And all those other times, I actually fucking defended you, right? Because you're a Boricua, because I understand what it's like for people like us in the game, and because you're a woman, and because of the way that women are treated, I always tried to stick by you guys, right? But I can't do that on this one. I can't. That shit that you did on fucking Dynamite. Let me know, because I don't know. What okay, do? I'll tell you what she did. I'll, oh, I will fill you the fuck in. So here's <laughs> hey, what yo. happened on fucking Dynamite. There was an episode where she had to wrestle Thunder Rosa. And I don't know what the fuck was up her ass. I don't know what the fuck she was so unhappy about. There was rumors that she was unhappy about the fact that because she was... She's an AEW contracted performer, and she was going out there to wrestle, technically speaking, a uh, uh, an, an NWA contracted performer, okay. not an AEW lady, and she was going to get her ass kicked and put over the NWA chick, and the rumor was that she wasn't happy about that. So she went out there and basically fell asleep. No, she was going out there to have a match with Thunder Rosa. No, but she went out there and she literally she fell asleep. No, I mean, I mean, I get what you're saying. I'm yeah. commenting on what you're saying, her views or what allegedly her views were on it. Right. Right. Had nothing to do where this woman is located. There is a reason why she's in the building. Right. No, but I, th- I think it does play a role. I think she got upset because she's. She's the one that works there. What is she putting over this chick for when she's supposed to be one of their stars? Wait, I'm your star. Why am I putting over their star on the program? That's where the conversation took place. Because but, it's Thunder Rose. <laughs> yeah, but she's in her head. She's Eva Lee, and that's why. We, no, 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 no. But this has been the reputation. No, no, no. This is not the first money. time. This is not the first time. Every promotion, WWE. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. She's not done yet. I'm not. No, 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 no. No, no. I cut you off a few no. times. Keep going. She, Keep going. She, WWE was the same thing, right? She did the tough enough deal, and she got over with the people, and she tough was the, oh, wow. She was the she was the sentimental favorite. She was actually going to win that, right? And then she got hurt, so everybody was like, "Oh, she got fucked over." Blah blah. blah. Then they brought her, so they signed her anyway. Brought her to NXT. Did her thing. Fired. Fast. Right? Bad mm-hmm. attitude. That was what it was. Bad attitude. Right. 
and everyone, whoa, you know, she's Spanish, you know, you know how Spanish women are. They talk, <laughs> uh, all kinds of, no, 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 all kinds of shit, right? All kinds of defense. Then she goes to Lucha on the ground. Gone. Then she goes to AEW. Gone. This is a, this is a, you are a repeat offender. <laughs> it's no longer an idea. It's no longer, well, it's a bad rap. Nope. It's a thing. It's a thing. And now I'm done. I'm done. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a fuck. Go back to Puerto Rico and do your thing over there. She doesn't live there, but she wrestles a lot over there. She was a big star over there. I'm sure Carlos would take you back in a minute. Go do your thing. Because it ain't working out here on the big stage. You're just going to be an indie from now on. That's it. And I know I'm indie, which means we may run into each other. I don't give a fuck. You ready to square up where? I don't no, no. It's not even fucking worth my time because I don't <laughs> no, because I don't deal with people with fucking attitudes like that. I deal I deal with people with that kind of attitude at in wrestling events all the time. And right. she's just another one. Another. The only reason why I brought it up is because she's one on a big major fucking scale. Right. Big major fucking scale. She gets opportunity after opportunity. She blows it every fucking time. Wow. So I'm well, done. Moving on. Feels, feels bad. Back to what you were saying earlier today about NXT on Tuesdays. NXT on Tuesdays. Boo, 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 and boo. All right. So I only got three minutes, and I don't need three minutes. I just need 30 seconds. Get the fuck off of USA Network. All right, moving on. No. <laughs> get the fuck Damn. off of USA Network. Get off. Get off, get off, get off, get off, get off. Get off of TV. You're not doing – yes, you're not General. doing anything – beneficial to you at all whatsoever on USA Network. None. Nothing. There's nothing of any benefit at all whatsoever. And it's a shame because, honestly, I don't think that the talent on there necessarily is good or bad. I just think the whole program and the rest, like this, the, 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 the grouping, the, the I don't know what word I'm looking for. I'm like a lost words, but it's not showing their talent as well. So maybe if some of them were bumped over to the main roster, it would help. But this isn't doing anybody any justice, man. They really need to just Be- get it out because of Because they're on the USA Network, they're feeling the need to do more than they should be doing with these people. Let them develop. Right. They're not there. Right. Shane Strickland, good, not there. Leon Ruff, good, not there. Uh, Austin Theory, good, not there. Indy Hartwell, good, not there. Dexter right. Loomis, good, not there. There's a lot of the, uh, 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 oh, I'm forgetting the big guy's name. Bronson Reed, good, not there. There's I mean, at this of, point, are we even developing any world title at this centers? point? I would or are think we just not. developing mid cards? Because no. if we're developing mid cards, then we could do that off the television. You can do both off the television. That's true. Because but I feel I, like that if you got it and you you're you're gonna be fine. You don't need they're overexposing these talent before they even get there. By the time they get to Raw and SmackDown, who really gives a shit? I just saw you yesterday, right? And the funny thing is, is that the main roster still treats them like a developmental, still treats them like they're on the network because they'll Keith Lee was holding two titles at once with confetti. <laughs> and 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 tears in his eyes, and the world had embraced this African American superhero, and he goes to Raw, and they put him in a tutu, and they have him wrestle with somebody else's fucking music, and then they looked him in the face after a few weeks of that and said, "You know what? You're not a really good wrestler." 
And it's like, Damn. what the fuck? Like, I was just on your network television as your main event fucking yesterday. Right. And now you're yeah, telling was, me on the main roster, like, yeah, you know, you don't really know what you're doing, do you? Like, what I was fuck? curious about that, actually, now that you bring up Keith Lee, because I was like, dude, I would see him on Raw every week, and now and he was getting some pretty good feuds. He was putting in good work. But they and now, I didn't they, think, was he bad? They don't I like mean, his work. They don't why? think he wrestles as a big guy because he doesn't wrestle as a big well, guy. Well, no, he doesn't wrestle as a big guy, no, but that's one that's of my things problem. that I like about him. And that's what the thing that a lot of people like about him, but... They're worried. Here's okay. I'm gonna beep in a second. But here's the here's the concern they have about Keith Lee. Keith Lee is an ultra athlete. Right. He's athletic as fuck. He's a freaking. He won't be in eight years. That's so. Then they go. Okay. What do we do with him after he can't do this shit anymore? Right. So they're trying to develop his big man basics, but it ain't sticking because he spent ten plus years not doing any of it. Right. That's the argument that I had. So many people have told me, Sammy needs to do this. Sammy needs to do that. There was a guy who literally told us, I I think Sammy needs to start doing a frog splash. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I said that out loud. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, I mean, what was it? I think think it was Keith Lee. He goes, yo, Keith Lee does a moonsault. So? What the fuck does that have to do with us? No, I would like my big man to wrestle like a goddamn big man so that he can do that for the rest of his fucking life. Right. All these big super athletes, they're all getting signed because they can First do these amazing all, what things. what makes you think he could even do it? Just because one big guy does a flick because doesn't it's fucking more, mean they all can. Because it's more people who talk and don't know what the fuck they're talking about. The guy who told Sammy that, by the way, was the promoter of a company. He runs a company. And I went, you run a company. Moving on, new yeah, uh, exactly. commentators ruin broadcasting. Oh, yeah, speak on this, man, because this is something that I've been noticing a lot. Uh, I'm going to push the button here because it's not just TV, so this, let's let's do this for a second. Oh, I don't even want to get into not I'll start TV. with the TV. <laughs> the TV ones are getting So we got really a new guy hot. on Raw. We have a new guy on Raw, and I'm going to look up his name, actually, because it's so weird. That I don't even Okay, I haven't heard that guy yet, but before uh, you go off, because I feel like it's gonna be bad, I heard he was doing a good job. No, I was it wasn't gonna be bad. Oh, okay, well then there you go. I'm gonna cut him some slack because he's never done this before. Really? Uh yeah, no, he's this is his first time in fucking uh oh here it is. Ad Ad what the fuck is his name? Adnan Verk. He's forty two years old. He's been in sports his whole life. He's never done any he's a okay, wrestling so a- fan. Right, right, right. But he's never actually worked in wrestling. Okay. So he's never called a wrestling match or show. Right. And it shows, but he's got a look. He has a great voice. Okay. He just doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Okay. So but that over, can come with time. It's over fine. time, I was just going to say, over time, yes, that's going to be fantastic. He's in there with Corey, who's going to help him out a lot. I don't know how long the Braxton thing, the Byron Saxon thing is going to work out. But then we go to the other side SmackDown which is supposed to have a guy who knows what the fuck he's doing. Michael Cole and Pat McAfee are doing the commentary now for SmackDown. They changed everything around after WrestleMania. Right. Michael Cole has been doing this shit for a long fucking time. And to this day, he is still one of the absolute fucking worst I have ever fucking heard. You know what's funny? I was about to say that because I remember one of the 
one of my like memories of a kid and watching wrestling is how much you used to kill Michael Cole. Yep. Like you could not stand. You would always call out every stupid thing that he did, and, and it wasn't still... for like I stopped watching for a while, and I noticed that he was head commentary. Yeah. So I always thought that was very. Every time I hear him, I always laugh because I know how much you can't yep. stand him. And he did it. it. He I used to call him out back in the late nineties, and he fucked up. Every year since, he just fucked up at this past WrestleMania when he botched the main event call between Sasha Banks and uh, Bianca Belair. They hit the whip. They hit the KOD, pin, over, done, and Michael Cole screams, and she kicks out! I didn't even notice. And Grave goes, no, she won! And then it's fucking... I gotta go back. I gotta go back and watch. I don't remember him saying that. And then it's fucking silent. And then they start talking about the win. So it's like, said, oh, my no, God. He won. Look, confetti. She won. Yeah, she fucking won, you idiot. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. It was he's so fucking bad. And it's so is it is this it right here? This is it right here. No way. The banks now i'm gonna pause it because michael cole is i'm gonna stop because it's about to buzz he's screaming and a kick out he said it more than once meanwhile while he's screaming kick out the music's playing the fucking front row jumped over the guardrail the building has exploded erupted it appears everyone on planet earth is on the same was page. aware that this match was over, except for the lead fucking commentator, who was under the impression. The now wait, listen for the silence. No she won. He said won. no, no, Cole. She won. No, she won. You hear the music? Yeah. That's you that's hear her. The, you hear the music? And did you see the referee grab the belt? And give it to hey, the look, look at look at look at her mom over there to the left. She looks pretty. Yeah, they're pretty fucking excited right now, Cole, because the fucking show is look over. Her dad just did a backflip. You fucking ass. That's funny. I fucking hate him. I've always hated him, and it got so what worse over the commentaries that's ruined it. Well, here's the thing. He got the job of the head guy over Jim Ross because he's the only one that takes his sodomizing with a smile. Oh, for sure. When they when Vince starts yelling in people's ears, he's the only one that just sits there, okay, Vince, and he just does it. That's it. Everybody else throws their headset. Fuck this shit. But not him. So there you go. As far as the uh, non tele the, the non televised one, I mean, we can go into AEW and how their commentators literally laugh. No, no, no. At their please, own product. Please, let's. I will get angry. I will let's... talk a little bit, really quickly, about the independent side of it because um, I get asked a lot because I do it. I've been doing it for a long time. Um, I get asked a lot. Oh, what should I be doing? What should I be looking for? What, what, you know, you know, what, what can I do to get better at this, 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 this? If I was asking, if I was being asked these questions by people who had never done it before, and were getting an opportunity or trying to get an opportunity, that'd be one thing. But I have people hitting me up asking me who have apparently been doing it for years. So I have to ask the question: What the fuck have you been doing this right. whole time? And I'll ask people, send me some shit, let me see what you got. And I'm listening to one, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. 
all off topic. Everybody wants everybody on the indies is starting to sound like the Raw and SmackDown commentary. Where they barely call any of the moves. They're just having a fucking conversation whilst two people are wrestling. Right. And I'm like, this is this is horrible. Well, that's ironic because uh, in N- not NXT, I apologize, AEW on that internet show where Big Show's doing it, you got two people calling all the moves. Like I yeah. think if and correct me, I think Big Show's supposed to be the guy that is he's supposed to be the not the play by play, the color commentator. He's a color right? commentator. Yeah, he calls more plays than the play by play. And I'm like, this is terrible. Well, and I watch it, and I Tony's dude. never t- Tony. With all due respect to Tony, he, he was the best uh, play-by-play for WCW either. And he hasn't done it in 20 years. So that's why he, I always – I like Tony in his current color position on Dynamite. I don't know if he should be a lead play-by-play guy, especially for someone new like Big Show. It's just weird that they're both they both call play by play. Like you'll get the play by play from the play by play guy, and then when Big Show's supposed to come in with the color, he just commentates on the play. That's so yeah. you're just getting a bunch of play the entire yep, time, and that's, it's like weird. Uh, that's another issue. When I started with GSW, and no disrespect to anybody there who runs it, I had to fix that immediately because Mike is a play by play guy, right? And I'm a play by play guy. So I said, just like I did with heel versus heel, I looked at the guy and I said, someone's doing the color because that's not going to work. Right. And I don't care if it's me, but someone has to make that decision. And they we went, need well, to commit and commit yeah, now. It's got to be one or the other. You're either going right. to let Mike call the plays or I'm going to call the plays. What do you want to do? Right. I said, well, it's your desk. What do you want to do? I'd rather call the plays. All right, fine. So, Mike, you got to be the color. And Mike, to his credit, was good with it. And he actually did really, really well. Right, right, I right. think it might have been his first color And attempt. with time, he'll get better. Oh, no, we're going to get better together. Right. Because I, I, I have to improve at how I lead him as well. Right, That's right, how right. the relationships work. Nobody knows all of it all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's all a matter of just working together, getting better, and trying to make that work, which is what we're going to do. Sidebar, before we get to the second to last one here real quick, just on the comment of well, commentators. Uh, I actually really, I've been watching a lot of the old wrestling lately. I really enjoyed Vince and, uh, oh, why am I drawing a blank? Jesse Not, Ventura. I, what? Jesse Ventura. No, 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 Lawler. Vince and Lawler, okay. Oh, dude, that was good. Oh, yeah. That's good, man. Vince was so good at commentary. Vince was good at commentary because he, 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 I'll put it like this. If Vince wasn't writing the show, right? Vince might not have been as good on commentary as we all remember him. Hey, say what you will. He was able to tell great stories because he was the one writing the stories. What hey, some some say that some of the best storytelling. <laughs> Bring I him love, back. I love Get him his, out of the decision yeah. making and put him back in the writers' room. I love his commentator voice. Yes, I try very, really hard to not copy it when I'm doing commentary myself because he used to have this inflection when there was a pinfall attempt. When he used to be like, he's like, "Add a big move in the center. One, two, and up." No, no, he didn't. He didn't get him. Yeah, <laughs> he like, was very what? good. He was very good at uh, illustrating emotion oh, with the tone, the tone, and the volume level as it changed. Like, dude. It, 
so study that. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's so good. Or my so personal good. favorite. I think everybody's favorite. What a maneuver. Oh, <laughs> that. When he didn't know what the fuck he was looking at. He's oh. like, oh, what a maneuver. Hey, man, you just got to you just gotta know how to get your way out. I of think he was the first sometimes. commentator I ever heard when a move botched and he covered it with, I don't think he got all of that. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, man, that's my favorite cover up. Oh, ever. we got to get some sound bits and before we get. Little like, commentator notes for those of you out there. He didn't get all of that. That's a good save. Uh, what was the other one? Modified version is another one. It's like whenever you see someone apply something you've never seen before. Oh, uh, modified version of the camel clutch. Or yeah, it, it reminds you of a move. So you yeah, just call it that. you call the little similar one, right? Yeah, it's like did he, oh, was God. that inverted? <laughs> it's like wait, what? All right. You gotta, so you WWE returning to Saudi Arabia. Oh yeah. They're not going to get taken out, are they? With this whole women thing that they're doing? Who fucking knows? All right, so we're going to talk about this for just a little three minutes. I don't think we'll have any over on this because it was just a little piece of news that the the conversations have come up again about going back to Saudi Arabia. And I know people are going to roll their eyes. Oh, there's that blood money again. Well, yeah, you know what? You're right. So real quick, just for my memory and anyone else who forgets, really quick, why did they stop going? COVID, uh, that was the that was the reason. Um, they okay, signed so before a, that they were still doing business. They were doing two shows a year. They signed a ten year deal about two years ago. I remember that. Okay, okay, yeah, there was a big they hoopla. Signed, about yeah, that. they signed a ten year deal. That yeah. They would do a minimum of two shows. I think they were up to about. I think the 2019 they had gotten about three shows in. Right. Uh, they were upping it because every time they did it, they made crazy money. Well, I mean, we're I talking believe- about seven figures for headliners on that pay-per-view. Shawn Michaels came out of retirement for that Saudi Arabian money. Right. It's good fucking money. Yeah. And I know people are going to say, well, the politics of, of, of you know, they, they, they what was it the, the year, the, like a few weeks before they went to Saudi Arabia, they had like some American reporter held hostage or whatever. Right. And they were like, oh my God, they're treated, look at the way they treat Americans. And they're just like, I, I mean, yeah, but I mean, they but nice the to us though. though. I'm just saying like, they nice to us. Like, what do you want me to do? I, I said it before on the show. Me, personally, I don't know if I would feel comfortable doing business with them. But I don't run the WWE. So I can't sit here and say, bad business on your front. I'm not going to stop watching the WWE because they make bad break business decisions. Otherwise, right. if I was going to make that leap, that I guess I'm done with Coca-Cola products, I'm done with Pepsi, I'm done with Sony. Every right. company makes bad, shitty decisions. This isn't the first... That's this how you get where you are, yeah, man. Yeah, this isn't even the only company that works with Saudi Arabia. You know, there's, there's Saudi Arabia is one of the richest countries in the fucking world. They deal with everyone. Right. So if you're going to pick your spots, fine. Stand your ground, bro. But I'm not going to take away my entertainment for the sake of somebody else's shit. Like, I get it. They're shitty people over there, but there's shitty people here. Right. And you don't see me fucking taking my good hard-earned money over here. It's the same person who will tell me, hey, don't buy a ticket to go to Saudi Arabia to go watch the wrestling show, will then tell me that he don't let niggers in his house. So yeah. uh, what am I supposed to do? Like, right. Where am I supposed to draw that line? Some of the most famous SJWs are some pretty weird and effed up fucking people. Right. So if it's your personal taste, fine. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. Business is business. Business does not know race, it does not know creed, it does not know any of that stuff. It just knows money. Right. And that's all that it knows, that's all that it's going to know. 
And if they have an opportunity, again, this is up in the air because there's they're not going to openly put themselves in a position to get their people sick. But at the same time, I think a lot of these people would love to go because that's a hell of a fucking payday. Yeah. Even for the lower tier individuals, it's a lower, it's a fucking payday and a half. So, fuck it. Yeah, though. So that's that's the only thing on Saudi Arabia right there. They're going to go back. They're going to go back. I know. Of course they're going to go back. That's without a question. For every person that's mad, there's 10 other people saying that, you know what, I'm still going to watch it. Yeah. A lot of those people who got stuck at that airport last time they were there, they're pretty done with it. But yeah, yeah that's, right. that's neither here nor there. That's been a while. Time heals all wounds, and the mortgage won't pay itself. Nah, that's a fact. So move us. Last one. Moving on to the last one here, and I had a choice between the two, so I want to save this one for last. But uh, mm. Charlotte is suspended. Yeah, Charlotte. So Flat. what happened? Okay. Boop. Is there another boob slip? No, no boob slip. The suspension is actually a kayfabe thing for the story. But that's no, okay, okay, part okay. of the confusion that I have. It's why I wanted to bring this up. So let's follow the bouncing ball, y'all. Okay. So okay. we're leading into WrestleMania season. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's one of the top females on the planet, so you got to have a big program for her. Right. So the original idea is we'll – We'll involve them in the women's tag title situation. That's that'll be something different for Charlotte to do, right? Mm-hmm. That explodes because Oscar becomes the women, the wall, the raw women's champion, and it becomes the whole thing. So then they get put into a storyline with Ric Flair, her father, and Lacey Evans, right? I don't know if you saw any of that program, mm-hmm. but that was basically Rick was by Charlotte. Oh side, yeah, yeah. That's and then that. all of a sudden, wasn't anymore, and da 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 da. Now he's right. banging this chick and. And then all of a sudden, in real life, Lacey Evans gets pregnant because why the fuck not, right? In the middle of the push of your life, this is the perfect time to get knocked up. Cool. So that kills the whole storyline dead, which in effect crushes Charlotte's program dead. Now, they don't know what to do, but they know she has to be in the top spot, so they pivot to Asuka. All right, Charlotte versus Asuka, the rematch. Mm-hmm. At WrestleMania, they've done it once before, killed it. Let's get that match in there again and and see what we can do. Right. And then all of a sudden, her fiance is having a bit of an issue with WWE. He don't want to be there no more. No mas, he says. And he tries to get out of his contract, and he doesn't. They say no. And then some sort of conversation takes place, and all of a sudden, not only is he Granted his release, but no 90-day clause. Go wherever you want. Who gives a shit? Do whatever you want. Live your life. Go, right. live, go live your best life. Slowly but surely after this incident, she's off TV, a little more, a little more. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, not on TV at all. And then Rhea Ripley comes out as a surprise, challenges Oscar for the women's championship at WrestleMania, and it's accepted, and that's the match. So now where's Charlotte? Well, depends on who you talk to. Because Charlotte uh, apparently failed a COVID test. Mm-hmm. She was quarantined. And then she popped in a pregnancy test, which was a false positive. They they had every excuse in the book for whatever reason to not have her on this fucking program. And a lot of people behind the scenes are saying that she got a little bit of a pow-pow for whatever it was that took place during that contract situation with her mm-hmm. fiancé. Now, that's discussion nothing official on that 
But there was a lot of things that took place to not have her on this WrestleMania card. Then we fast forward to the night after WrestleMania. And Charlotte comes out there, brand new pressed hair, whole new heel agenda. Cuts a great promo, right? Karma's a bitch and I'm that bitch. Whatever, right? Cool. Right. Does the big thing against Rhea and Asuka during their matchup. Then this past week, Charlotte gets her shot at Asuka, loses, flips out, beats up the referee, and now she's indefinitely suspended and fined, which means she'll be off TV even longer. Mm-hmm. And now people are saying, well, Jesus Christ, is she ever going to be on TV? Well, no, because now she's off making a movie, Walking Tall. <laughs> So she's going to be gone for a little while longer. So I just wanted to clarify the timeline that all this is happening because we're going to come back to this in a few weeks. Because when she comes back, I am curious as fuck as to what they're going to do with this chick when she comes back. Who is left for Charlotte? What is there left for her to do? She's won everything. She's beaten everyone. There's nothing left. Caesar wept for there were no more countries to well, conquer. Well, how about, how about pushing other talent? Okay, define talent. Okay. <laughs> because uh, did you watch that tag team turmoil match or did I watch that by myself? No, I mean, I What talent him. are we talking about here? The two with the most potential just won the world titles, Bianca and uh, Rhea. You've right. got Asuka, you've got Bailey, you've got Sasha, you've got Charlotte. Who else? Doesn't matter. Give them, give the two but that just Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they're they pushing two other people. But they're doing it, if you think about it, though, if you think about it. No, it's her. I'm not talking about the company. I'm talking about her. You want her to her do doing it? Yes, yes. How come every Ooh. other big Ooh, superstar can do it? And now that I'm bringing it up, it's like, like why? No, like, that's why. what I feel like. Just who? Who? Why? Who do you want to? Who do you the even two, want? One of the two that have the belt. But you want that? You want them to go over on Charlotte? Oh, that would be fine. Or oh, oh, just a feud, or oh, I don't care who goes over. Just give them, give people a good show. Have Rhea bring, and Charlotte bring the best back. out of your two new superstars. Because remember, I know Charlotte, Charlotte beat Rhea on that. Rhea, match. I was gonna say, I know Rhea and Charlotte had something. They could do yeah, more. Bring or that back. Give her um Bianca. Bring that back for sure. Yeah, but okay, but that's what I mean. Like, what do you mean? Nah, keep Charlotte away from Bianca. No, I'm saying outside of the what I was trying to say before, because now I get your point. Now I understand what you're saying. But before, when I was lost, I had said, aside from the two new champs and the four horsewomen and Asuka, for some reason, there's mm-hmm. nobody else. They don't have that many people like that. That's when people say, well, it's always the same people over and over because they don't. Who else is on their fucking level? Right. Even outside of the WWE. I mean, who? So it's, it's going to be a while before. Baker. <laughs> you really don't think Britt Baker would do well in this system? I don't Dude. know. I don't know, man. I feel like she could tell. I, listen, let me not. Let me not. I, I already. You know, I already... What, you know what would be a good taste uh, taste test? You know what would be a good practice run for something like that? They just hired Morrison's wife, Tyra, uh, Taya Valkyrie. They changed her name, Frankie Monet. Mm-hmm. She just debuted on NXT, and she's cutting promos left and right. She hasn't wrestled yet, and I think right. they're saving her for a big debut match like a big takeover match they're gonna try to make her a big deal am i wrong for feeling bad that brit is on AEW when she should be on the main stage 
Am I getting too high? You know what though? I'm I'm just realizing now because I forgot about Britt. I said earlier on this program that of all the AEW guys, the only one that's made any progress was Darby. I take that back. Britt. I think Britt has made more progress than probably. Did you see that video I sent you? Of uh, with the night after Britt going. Yeah, I saw that promo. That 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 promo was a little flat for me. Not her best work, but. But I, I I get what she was. Getting. I liked what She's, she was saying. Well, but no, I did. It, it was ironically, literally, after you made the Facebook post, where if I see anybody take the microphone from somebody again, I'm shutting it off. Yeah, <laughs> and she did that. That's that's well. She's one of the high high uh, high class defenders there of that. Where they just take the fucking. I don't like it's her people... gimmick though. She's. Her gimmick it can't is she's be everybody's everybody. fucking gimmick to take the fucking microphone away from fucking people. If she's going to be the one to do it, fine. Then stop everybody else from doing it. Right. Otherwise, everyone's sharing the same fucking gimmick. Not everyone. What was the, the guy said the other day? Not everybody is Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's where that started because it never happened before Steve. Steve started maybe, doing that. Maybe I'm being a little bit of a – I'm showing a little bit of a favoritism to her. But out of all the people recently since you've made that post who have done that, I feel like she's the only one that could kind of pull it off because of the way her gimmick works. And I'm not just saying that she's a heel. That's not right. what I mean. She's it's just, a little different yeah. for her. Because that that was the main reason why I didn't like her to begin with until I saw her ta- her actual talent in the ring. And I'm like, okay, you can do that because you're going all in on being like a complete douche. So it it works for her. But like certain people doing it, like who did it that I saw do it recently? I think it was, uh, what's his name that does the stunner? Kevin Owens? Yes. I think I literally seen him do it recently. And I'm like, ugh, this is. It just reminded me of what he said. I'm like, please stop doing that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it doesn't yeah. for me. It doesn't fit for him, but it no. fits for her. But anyway, I digress about that. Yep. So there we go. We jumped on top of all of these topics. These were some of the things that I was missing throughout the week. It was a nice little refresher. There you go. Just something to just kind of, you know, touch back and give people some viewpoints and stuff that we. So just are we looking next week for the for the interview? Or are we still TBD on that? No, no, no. I'm going to try to fit it in sometime this week so that we can have it up by Saturday. I'm, I'm going to aim again for Thursday. Okay. That's a that's a nice day for me. So if anybody, we'll, we'll touch base with everybody again. This time, too, hopefully with a little bit more time, we'd be able to space that out. So we, we'd be straight. Yeah, I want, to, I want to do this interview. It's very important to me. Yeah, I'm going to have to hit you with my schedule early on that one so we can figure it out. Cause yeah, actually, just let me know. Say yeah. that I don't think Thursday is going to work for me because I have to work late. All right. So then so we'll, know, we'll figure it out. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out a time and a date. We'll work it out. But yeah, the goal would be to uh, get the um, to get the interview in because I really want to talk to these guys. And I know these two are bursting at the seams to do it because they barely, they rarely ever get the chance to uh, do interviews like this. Especially the other guy, uh, Max Mercy. He doesn't do any of these fucking things ever. So I just thought it'd be cool. So yeah, that's definitely going to be the plan for next week. And then we are leading into, here we go. Let me pull this up because I want to make sure I'm doing this right. So next week would be May 1st. That is the day before Mrs. O's birthday. So we definitely got to get that in beforehand. Not like we're doing anything for the birthday, but I just want to get it in beforehand. I at least want to give her the fucking benefit of my attention for that fucking day. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that. That sparked a memory in my head. I got to give you some dates. There are a few things happening that I got to that we got to work around as well. So, okay, 
All right. Uh, if you need some subs, let me know so I can call some people and get some guest hosting or something like that. <laughs> uh, we, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll make it work. All right, guys. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for enjoying. Hold on one second. Program froze. There it is. Now we're back. So I start again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for enjoying. Thank you guys for downloading and sharing. And thank you. We'll see you next week. Now that didn't work. We'll try it again next week. We gotta oh, find a different ending. We gotta try was, a different was, ending next uh, week. No, yeah, that was a little bit of the freeze. Up. I was, you're I was freestyling a little bit. I was trying to see how that felt. You know, let's try to do some different boring. things. This is what? <laughs> this is boring. This is boring. Oh golly! <laughs> All right, guys, we will definitely see you next week. You episode. don't have it. Oh, special episode. <laughs> Hold on, a special episode next week. One eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Hello. Oh, hey, that's the year I was born. Girl, that's the birth year. Special, and special. we go. Spe- <laughs> special edition. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. 100 episodes, now pay him. And make sure that you buy my husband's T-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash A-J-O-U-N. Please, he needs this. Listen to my daddy's show. He's the best, so I don't know.